You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Yola's practicing for this intro. What's <laughs> up, everyone? It's another episode. We're so excited for this one. We are talking to Ira Bashist. He is basically like the godfather of all the babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the first person I found when I first went to start all the babies for fabric. He does fabric manufacturing here in LA and he does high quality 100% God certified organic cotton. He is truly the bread and butter of honestly why this uh, business exists because it wouldn't exist without his amazing fabric or his amazing company. Uh, he runs a family-owned business. He is a lot of fun. He gives a lot of advice, and mm-hmm. he's honestly a huge reason why we are here today. And we're just kind of giving you a face behind the fabric. So here it goes. Here's Ira. Start recording. Okay. It's happening. We're on. We're on. Good. And as requested by our special, special guest, we are having Cabernet Sauvignon. My mom chose this one. It's called Cannonball. It's 2019 from California. Ira, what are we cheersing to today? Oh, we're cheering to health, happiness, which is kind of cool. And also the start of this great adventure that you started about two years ago (laughs) that has come tenfold and it's fabulous i love it cheers Cheers. that's very sweet we got a full house here we we are sitting here with ira bashist did i say that right perfect perfect bashist bashist wow i always want to call you batshit but you know whenever i write your checks yeah but some people have other words i'd rather you use whatever you think is better than my what i probably hear (laughs) He is a special guest because he is our fabric manufacturer, our basically our, you know, eyes and ears of all the babies. Mm-hmm. He makes it all happen. And not only did he come here bearing an amazing palm tree shirt, or I don't even know, he really dressed up for us, I have to say, but he came with his daughter, Alex, who we also love, who sends us all the invoices. So <laughs> that's nice. And I love her for that too. <laughs> And my mom is here, and obviously Yola, but my mom, before we even get started, and before Ira even introduces himself, my mom has a a little question to start us off. Go for it. So Ira, I'm just leaning in. Um, I just think it's so fun that you're here today, and I'm here today, because I'm not always at the HQ, so I think it's meant to be. Oh, absolutely. Because I was there. Get closer to the mic. When... (laughs) this all started and we met you for the first time together Jenny Drew found you and I have so many fantastic memories of you and you were such a champion of us in the beginning when we were little babies when all the babies was a little baby and I just wanted to hear your first impression of honest first honest impression. first impression of us then and then now here we are in the HQ and what is your impression now <laughs> Wow, that's a that's a really it's a great way good, to start us off. That's a good question, and you know what? I think people should know first impressions. I would say when I first met you, first you were both so cute, coming in polite, and just this energy. This okay, we have something, and we want to share it, and we want we have a vision, and it's truly how it started. And I said, well, okay, 
How old is Jenny? <laughs> I think she. I think she's over sixteen, because she looks so young. She's cute. <laughs> she's like just bubbly. And I said, okay, she's gonna start a company. Wow, she has her mother as uh, a guider, as an advisor. And I says, you know, that's that's the way it used to be, and that's what people today don't understand is having family and having someone to direct and inspire and I thought okay we have a we have a shot here let's let's give this a little go because I have quite a few young entrepreneurs especially in the last four or five years this growth spurt in California happened and a lot of young people started to love to get into the garment industry and it was so wonderful to show you what I could offer and you were just receptive to everything and that's important to have that okay positive reaction let me see what I can do and give you what you needed some samples some recommendations of other people in the industry to help you move because I only do one facet of the production cycle and giving you leads because I have no problem helping people and I gave you some leads and you went and you pursued them and pick and choose who you felt you could work with that has the same standards and here we are today and I never would have thought you would have gotten to this point this quickly <laughs> and truly there, I can't think of anything negative that or different that you could have done to get to this point and doing it in a very friendly way in a very professional way and in a, in a, in a very caring way you're not the typical garmentals we used to call them in the past <laughs> you, you have more it more things to offer than just clothing and I think that's mm -hmm. fantastic wow yeah. I'll take that Ira so usually we don't start with with uh, questions before an intro but she just couldn't wait to ask so Ira you're here we're so happy can you introduce yourself Tell everyone who you are, what you do, because you have a family business yourself. That's yeah. why we love working with you so much. Oh, but give so us sweet. give us the the background. What what makes you so special? What'd you start? Well, I I just think I've I've been working since I've been seventeen and my father had a candy store in Brooklyn, New York, which I've been dealing with people since I've been fifteen. So I always enjoyed it. I've always done retail and then I moved I worked after college, I moved I went to J.C. Penney, worked warehouse inventory, but that was in Manhattan, and I knew that wasn't a future. And then I moved to California. My eldest brother, Barry, had a bowling alley bar, and he invited me because my rest of my family moved out of New York already. He needed a bartender. Oh my god! Everyone well, just has businesses in your family. They family. they do bowling alley bar candy shop. These are like very yeah. fun. Bowling yeah, I yeah. want to go to a party wow. at the Bashis. <laughs> Fashion. You, you get candy and you get wine and, and you get a newspaper. That's basically the Perfect. way it goes. But you're not going to get rich doing that, but it was always hardworking <laughs> people. My grandfather was a butcher, so it's always been in there. But then I realized that's not for me either. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not a bartender. I barely drink unless it's coming out of a wine bottle, but mixed drinks. So I went to mixology school, and I added that to my degrees. So I have a few degrees, and one is mixology, but I said, I got to get out of here. My other brother, Neil, was in the business in production. He says, come downtown. All the old New Yorkers are retiring. And I says, yeah, but where do I learn about? He goes, oh, no, just come downtown. You know, you'll learn. 
So I started that. I would bartend in the day, at night, and I would come downtown to sell fabric during the day. The problem is there's no real learning educational system out here. It's like just here's, here's some swatches, go, and sell. I have no idea what I'm doing. And when I'd come back, they would laugh at me like what customers told me because back then it was all budget. It was a whole different mentality. So it took me about five years to figure out some idea what I was doing, but it was the heyday. There was no imports. Everything was made in America. But I was lucky because I worked for a great mill back then called Lat Green. They were, they were number one in L.A. doing hundreds of millions of dollars. When Mr. Lat gave his word, that was the end of the conversation. You never had to ask what's happening. Plus, he once taught me a lesson because an order didn't get shipped and canceled. He says, how much did you make? I said, nothing. So why'd you take the order? Mm. So from that day, if I couldn't ship, why take it? Yeah. yeah. So we, we, I would ship 98% on time. Dang. And he didn't want me there because he thought there was going to be me and my brother in production cahoots. But then after 10 years, he realized I was the only salesman he could trust because all the others were just shady. So after about 15 years, he passes away, and they decided to close up the company. So that's how we started. So then I opened Green Textile in 2003 when they closed, and I started with all these, this whole customer base that was buying from me for 15 years. Mm. But that was more the budget, the poly cottons, the... And then I realized, you know, that's not what I really want. I don't want to do the big volume and chasing nickels and poor quality. So I realized I had to give a better product, just like at Lac Green. But, okay, what's the future? And the future was the niche market that we went into, which was organic cottons. Our favorite. The favorite. Cotton. And I used the same machinery, but we used God certified cotton to separate me from people that say it's organic. Today we're talking about our favorite sparkling water sound. We can not say enough good things about sound. It's always organic, it's never sweetened, and the flavors are so unique and delicious. Mm-hmm. They're even doing some um, limited edition flavors which we haven't tried yet and we cannot wait to get our hands on um i'm actually drinking a regular flavor um but it's also as always very delicious i'm drinking blood orange right now you're always drinking sound yeah i'm i'm european like sparkling water is like tap water for me that's true every time anyone comes to all the babies even when it's not work related it's just life related because this is also my house slash office i'm like drink sound drink sound drink sound yeah we love it wow the name is actually perfect because it's like drink sound anyways yeah, it's like telling someone <laughs> it's like to telling drink you sound. to drink it it's more incentivizing but speaking of incentives we have a code for you and we just know that you're gonna love this sparkling water as much as we do it's safe to say that we are addicted use code all the babies in all caps for 20 percent off any order at www.drinksound.com can you explain for our listeners what got certified is got cer- and why it's so important got certified cotton is the agency around the world that's noted for approving the land and the farms around the world india turkey even america that 
is processed using no chemicals, no pesticides. So it's organically grown. So they will go to the farms, they will inspect, they will do their testing, and they will certify that this shipment of raw material is organic. So when I purchase the raw material for your fabrics, I'm getting a certificate that this fabric, this yarn, has been approved by GOTS to be sold and labeled as organic cotton. We love that. And that's important. Even when you go shopping, you want to know that that tomato, that cucumber, that vegetable is organically grown because of pesticides and the proof of what it does in food and, mm. and bodies and children. And that was a big direction that we went to was to provide quality fabrics at a fair price that is truly organic. And that was, we decided that about seven, eight years ago when it started to become available because organically grown cotton is not always available. We ran into that this past December when the ships were in the ocean and there was nothing available so I can't make fabric. And we were off sale (laughs) for three months and it was killing me that I couldn't get raw material to produce the, the different fabrics. And don't forget, we're producing your French terry, your jerseys, your ribs. And it was it was a setback with the supply chain that everybody's having, yeah. but but now we've secured it till the end of the year, so we're in, in really positive shape because we we I would say almost fifty percent of our customer base is using organic cottons at this point, which it started at five percent. Wow! And everything is made yeah. here in L.A. You know, ethical factories, the dye houses are low impact dyes, which is yep. also uh, an important factor of the full product that the consumer gets so the knitting mills they're all ethically run we've known them for 20 years so we're only really working with partners that we've known for all these years and that's important because when it's busy that's who you want with you because when it's slow everybody's oh yeah we can give you whatever you want but yeah what happens when it gets really busy and they don't have availability for you Mm. well we don't do that we don't overbook if i take an order if alex takes an order we ship it, and that's the goal. If we can ship it, we'll tell you up front, look, we can't get the raw material. If you need it by this date, I can't help you. So I'd rather lose an order, keep a customer, and that's what's kept us going during the difficult times because the garment industry is difficult. You know, To produce ethically produced garments is, is a little bit more money. It's a little bit more staying on top of the supply chain than just ordering it somewhere, coming in cases, not knowing what you're getting. So at this point, I think this is our position in the garment industry is to provide organically grown fabrics produced in LA and working with people that we feel are our partners. And creating an amazing product out of it. Yeah. Now everyone, you understand what all the babies is made from. Yeah, consistency and, you know, staying on top and giving advice even when it's not asked. That's my MO. <laughs> but, it, but it's really Chief so, advice officer. But it's really so lovely because I feel like because we know that you're only going to give us, like, hard facts. Like, you're going to be like, this is what it's looking like. You're not going to sugarcoat anything. We know when we come to you that that's what we're gonna expect. And if it's not looking like that, you'll call us and you'll let us know. I feel like there's so many people in the industry where it's like, you hear one thing and then you check back like 20 times and you hear different stories every single time. And it's just, 
it's like a weight lifted off us that at least we have you. Oh, 100%. I think that's unfortunately in not just our industry, but in particular our industry, that's the majority rule of just get the order and right. not no concern for your client. Well, I'm only as good as the people I sell to for reorders because this is a reorder business. This is not where you can just sell on one corner one day and then go to another corner and or you have a new... Con- <laughs> My customer base, I think the average is 10 years. We're not fast fashion, you know, and we love that, me in particular, after 40 years, I've seen a lot of young companies come and grow, and some listen, and I give them my advice. Whether they listen or not, most of the time they'll come back and say, I'm glad you told me that because that's not what they were telling me. I don't get, I don't make extra money. You you do listening to me or not but most people don't want to listen because they they're stuck in their ways but all the babies sh- they will listen and then they can make their own decision but at least i'm talking from experience from other companies from okay. situations and i think that's the secret to success is to continually grow and continually listen and then you decide if it works in your wheelhouse and if it doesn't move on well we wouldn't even have Nordstrom if we didn't listen to you because you called us I'll never forget it was like October or even before I don't remember but you were like you should order your bulk French terry for holiday because everything is behind you won't get it till before and we were like okay 3,000 yards that'll carry us through the next six months (laughs) we literally ended up getting the Nordstrom order it was for 3,000 yards worth of clothes and so but it was perfect but it was if we didn't listen I, I remember that email was actually the next day it went from 3,000 yards oh no we got an email yeah. from Nordstrom we need more we need more yeah. but it was like if we didn't even have that to sit on we would have had to say no to Nordstrom like and that was you staying ahead thinking about supply chain saving our ass caring about the relationship that we've created so that we would, you care, you check in. Oh, have you started planning fall, winter? What are you doing with this? Oh, we, you know, like, have you thought of the third? And it's, like, it's well, everything to us. Well, it gets it's to like the point a where it's therapist. literally. Well, it, it's like almost family. You're the age of my daughters. The two of you have really listened and and make the decisions and listen to people around you. But at least you're communicative to me to tell me we're talking to Nordstrom, we're talking to this retailer. What's your experience? Mm. Because some retailers are just easier to work with than others. Some yeah. are loyal that once it starts selling, that's going to be your your partner for years to come, where some are just using you because their product didn't come in from someone else. But like a Nordstrom, who's got a great reputation, we have quite a few customers that do sell to Nordstrom. And I know that once you get in, once you dot your I's, cross your T's, they, they could be a good long-term customer, and that's the phrase, long-term customer. If you've got availability and somebody comes in and you have stock, sure, of course you sell it, but the goal is partnerships. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you've got to build. Even online, with, with your clients that buy online, they want you want them to come back and say, okay, what's new for next season? What's new colors? What's the style? And that's where I hound you and say, what are the two of you doing? <laughs> I need to see something new by this date. I know you get so mad. You're so behind. What are you doing? And we're like, oh, we are behind, but we're we're doing better. We're yeah. Our Pointel, can you walk our listeners through Pointel and how because that was like our longest journey with perfecting a fabric, 
getting a fabric late on time all like it was uh and, and also, a group effort and also like we started thinking about pointel i think you were saying before most other companies were making it now it's something that's being used like we see it everywhere on on market like all kinds of companies are using it but when we were looking into it a year and a half ago you were like i, I haven't produced pointel in like years oh i haven't produced a real line of pointels since the 90s oh okay so when you guys were like really you know lying where you were going on a friday night i was producing truckloads of pointels poly cotton <laughs> cotton we had like 10 that we would fight over who has priority over the weaving machines mm -hmm. so i saw it in coming back you know i'll go on the weekends and i'll go shopping to boutiques and say okay this is coming back really mm -hmm. okay pointels are cute they're novelty they separate from a basic jersey t-shirt and I think consumers really like something a little bit different and a new style, a new color and I think Pointel and I still think next year it's going to be continuing plus we have some new fabrics for next year that I'm not going to tell you because like the Pointel you kept it in the secret in the bottom of your drawer for about two months until I really started yelling and says where's my sample because I, I know all your people your contractors and they'll tell me if you're doing your job or not so <laughs> I, I snitch on this oh they snitch all the time i can find i can i can find out anything about your production oh, no well that's well, we're doing good right do. now well, but it took like what three trials until we found the perfect knit we well, really like worked on well, it plus yeah. the styling you were adjusting it and adjusting it which is but, normal procedures but it was also difficult because we didn't have any elastic any spandex in our fabric and we were trying to have it still have some stretch and some give and some bounce back and that's where we were having issues that once you would stretch it would stay stretched and i think that's what took us like the longest well yeah, but we, we love that it's pure, 100% cotton. Of course, but in the future... that's what we do, Ira. I pure. Know. Pure. 100%. Two pure, pure women pure running, running pure cotton. Okay. All right. Uh, I also I think the, like, the most fun thing about coming to visit you is that for anyone that's into fabric, it's like... Disneyland slash a museum of fabric. Like there's like things there from the eighties that Pointel you will like <laughs> have it rather years. <laughs> you will like walk walk us through like all the things that are new and then find like some random roll in the back that is like a very strange magenta like it looks like someone like had it in the 70s and we and, love it and i just get like samples of all these old if you old go to my things. closet and look at my shirts <laughs> that same magenta is still in there but it's always like such a such a trip to come to yours because um it's truly like the most inspiring place. We get all the best advice from you. So we do that first. We and we don't even have to pay for that. Way. It's free. That's exactly. just an add-on. Even if you don't want it, it's free. Then it's we true. get to try all these fun things. Two of our pointel colors are actually colors like exact swatches that we found. That, that looks like my terry cloth the color that I have. And the and the yellow. Roll in the back. Yeah. That's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So that's like trying to, to be an electrician without going to school. So how do you find out? And then I f try to find out, okay, what's your background? Who's your partner? What's your support system? Whether it's family or friends or are you in business with someone who has some experience? 
So right from there, I can see, okay, where is this going? And from there, I tell them, well, focus on who your market is. You got to know who you're selling to. You got to know what, what is your vision of what you want to sell that's going to differentiate you from the other manufacturer. And then I try to feel them out to find out exactly what is their focus. And then from there, I'll show them the fabrics that they think they need. And I'll always say, bring me examples of what you're looking for. I can't give you everything, young lady or young sir, because what am I going to do? Give you 150 fabrics? If you don't have the experience, you don't even know what you're looking at. So if you focus, I'll focus, we'll focus our time and get you what you need to make a sample to start your dream of being an entrepreneur. And that's what I tell everybody starting out. I can't tell you what to do. I can only help you with advice of what I can do for you. And for those that truly are focused and spending the time, I will let them know people that they can work with that can further help their development. And that's all I can do. But if if you're doing this part-time, then it's a part-time job. This is my full-time job, which can be 8 to 12 hours a day. And to make sure things get done, because selling really isn't my heart. I I was a salesman for 30 years. It's actually getting it produced to the quality standard I want. So why am I working hard if you're not working hard? And I can tell right away those that are truly invested that this they want to make their future. And that's what I try to anybody starting out. You need to be dedicated. You need to have a support system. And you need to have a business sense of, how are you going to produce and how are you going to distribute? You can produce all, yeah. the, all the garments you want, but if you don't have an outlet, what are you going to do with them? So we have a closeout section where people come and they buy, re, not returns, but old oh, samples yeah. and they, and, and they uh, like, re, like Reformation. That's how they started. And now right. I think they're 50 million. So you can start with just doing closeouts and leftovers and and repurposing fabrics, but it's up to you to decide how much energy do you want to put into it. That's great advice. But I also think that that's where, again, like you being so straightforward with us comes in really handy because we're not afraid to like ask you if we have questions. And I mean, like we all know, like the more you ask, the more you know. So we're just two people trying to learn like, as we go build and True. grow a company and i think why not take advantage of someone that's been doing this for like it feels like centuries it, it, it is centuries <laughs> and i also think the more people know and the more transparent a company is the more connected you feel with them the more you want to buy from them you feel like uh, just more in tune and that's also why we did this podcast because yeah. we wanted to share all the stories and Obviously, I think if people hear from you and so helpful, it's just an ongoing thing. Like if they hear your voice and they have an image of who's producing fabric. like I don't know if that's fabric. really beneficial personally between you and me, a no. visual. No, we I love think, a visual. It really, it really does help because we're creating the story. And, and, but it's also not like a random entity that's right. like where like it's being produced in in the US it's being produced in LA okay what does that we can mean? actually show it's not yeah. like some made up it's thing like, we go to you I think that you guys are going to 10 different places. Exactly. exactly like we have not 
reached out to any other fabric manufacturers. Like since day one, since I found you, I've stuck with you, which proves the relationship we've built and the quality that you've created. You know what I love to talk about, y'all? All the babies all the time. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I think we're, we need to take this moment to really shout out just how good our summer sets are. Yeah, and it's been so gorgeous. We just launched our reversible shorts, which are made from an organic terry um, cotton. And we just launched the um, pointel shorts previously and it's been really nice to see different orders of pointel come in mixed with some terry and it's we love our summer sets we're both wearing them right now literally and i think what's fun is the pointel is really feminine and fitting and it kind of gives you that cute girl sleepy moment but also Mm -hmm. maybe wear it to the beach but also it gives you really interesting like hourglass figure because the waistband of the pointel is a little bit thinner and then it's more flowy around the waist Mm -hmm. so it gives a little bit of a more vivacious kind of um, body and then with a tank it's quite straight and tight fitting so it just looks beautiful whereas like the shorts are I mean the reversible shorts are a little bit more like athletic like basketball but like cute soccer girl but also like cozy at home play tennis i mean it's a really it's a really unique special vibe and it's just so us which i love the colors are so us they're so happy i think like the pointel colors are really loud and bright and fun and even the reversible shorts colors you can mix and match with everything else Mm -hmm. and like even right now yola is mix and matching with her little pointel tank and her reversible shorts she's really having a moment yeah (laughs) And we want you to have a moment, too. But uh, we can't say enough good things. We're always bragging about our cozies. We kind of want you to make your own dream, all the baby's capsule wardrobe collection. And that's kind of how we wear our pieces. So use code WELCOME10 for 10% off your first order with us. That's in all caps. And also, what do you get if you sign up for our text, Yola? Early access to the new colors that we'll be launching on Tuesday. It's really exciting. There are cactus, which um, is our OG color. It's like a light sage. And then our seasonal color, which is called apricot, which is like a really soft, light orange uh, creamsicle, um, which just looks fantastic in the summer when you're a little bit more tan. And you can match them with our classic teas. So go, go, go. Sign up for early access at the link in our bio and just enjoy these cozies can you because this is so important to me and and truly when I started all the babies my criteria as I like went into the research I was like oh I learned about what God certified organic cotton was I learned about I was like I know that I want to be sustainable great quality as affordable as I can for that quality like can you just walk our listeners through kind of truly like the process of all of this well, first of all, every factory that I work with and the factories I know you work with, they're really ethically sound. They treat their employees properly. Um, every factory we work with, I have a true connection with everybody from the president to the truck driver who comes by and drops off the material, and I always speak to them. 
And a lot of these people stay been with the companies 10, 15 years. They are well-mannered and they're paid fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, if they work overtime, they get paid overtime. Uh, none of the factories I work with have ever, ever been um, associated with any child labor or any issues with, with the labor force. When COVID hit and their employees got sick, they closed. Mm. They followed the guidelines. They weren't in some backstreet alley that you see in some of these crazy movies. These are all upfront, legitimate, but they're not... Not the, fast either. Oh, no. None of my factories I work with are, are, are huge where they have 200 machines and people don't have any, any say or... These are just small niche family-run factories that we work with that truly put out a good product. So we're paying a fair price. We're buying certified organic cotton, and all this is is just raises the prices to a fair label level. If it wasn't this way, I wouldn't be doing this because that's right. not who we are. You know, we're a family-run company. You know, we've been together 20, 30 years, and our employees are treated the same way. If somebody's sick, then just don't come to work if, if you have a family yeah. event. So anytime anybody has to go to the doctor, okay, so so leave. Goodbye. <laughs> no, but it's good to hear, though. I have to pay a fair price because it's all certified. I have We have to buy it three to six months in advance so that we can project out. So we're investing hundreds of thousands of dollars in raw material assuming and projecting what clients are going to give because of us being a family-run factory we have the ability to go to manufacturers and say okay what is your projections what do you feel so that's the only way we can be set up and ready to go when orders come in and even then sometimes with the supply chain what's happening we're late there's nothing we can do but at least we'll inform you Mm. and with like low impact dyes for example low impact dyes our the biggest chemical failings are what's well we have we have california laws that we have to abide by so it's not even just uh the health department california is one of the strictest in the in 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 the world of chemicals so we use low impact dyes where there's no metals there's no there's no cancer causing chemicals and that because of the state of california so that's going to cost more than a country that has no rules or regulations the joke in china years ago was What's the color of the season? Look at the sea, because they're dumping the chemicals in the ocean, Jeez. and that's there's no there's no there's no rules in China. No matter what people say, right? In India, unfortunately, you know you hear about these workers working in the back of the factory for like two dollars an hour. It's, if that. Exactly. Like that. All all our factories are ethically run so it costs more if you care about your fellow human being that they have a living standard wage and that they're living where they're prospering there's countries in this world and there's certain sections of china we're not allowed to use their cotton because of the slave labor so this is causing us to raise prices but a fair price because I see retail price points. I see the wholesale price points. You've got one of the more competitive price points in the market. So we know we're charging for our material. We'll we'll compete with anybody in L.A. And I have clients 
like yourself that have come to me and have asked me if I made a mistake on the price because I was so cheap. And I says, why? He says, well, you're a dollar less in, in raw material. That's a fortune than some competitors. I says, well, if you want, I can raise your price. <laughs> but it has gone up. Like I, I remember being like, wow, I found the fairest price exactly. two years ago. And now it's $2 more than that or whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, this is expensive. But yeah. then you compare it to other fabric manufacturers and it's like they're stealing from you well that's that's the problem because people i i have a price and i know our price points are super competitive and if not super tight so when other clients are telling me that it's a dollar cheaper than my competitor that's a huge difference and i want to make sure my clients can be price competitive and they didn't lose an order or are not priced properly because of something I did. So I I don't have customers that are telling me, oh my God, you're ridiculous. How can, no, they're usually saying, oh wow, okay, I'm glad I found you. Literally. Yeah, I think because when you came and you were not buying custom fabrics, you were buying stock and that's the thing that Alex and I have put on the website and have shown customers, we'll sell you one roll. Yeah. I don't need to Which tell you. Which is so rare. It's so Nobody in L.A. does what we Nobody do. Nobody does There's it. not one mill, domestic mill made in L.A. that does what we do. But that's fine because we, we, we want to get the new customer because of the loyalty. So if I sell you one, two rolls at a good price, I'm like, there's people that will charge you double. They'll charge you 50% more because you're not buying. That's so crazy. I don't, I don't care about that. That's my goal. I, I don't need that extra money which is so crucial too for us because it means that we can stay small batch we can stay sustainable like we're not overproducing like so but, many but also other you're, you're competitive because if i'm going to charge you double for the raw material how are you going to sell anything and make any money to buy me this wine that i'm enjoying no i'm happy you're enjoying it well <laughs> yeah, well your price is going up tomorrow but that's a different conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh geez <laughs> but, but we've we've gone up because we haven't had a choice because the raw material has doubled yeah. organic in the last two years, whether it's COVID-related or, you know, mm-hmm. I argue and believe me, the suppliers don't like me because I'm continually on them why the prices are going up. But shipping costs have tripled. And the shippers, because I, I love looking into this, like, why are you ripping me off? The shippers have made more money in the last two years, most shipping companies, than in the last 10 that's because we had 100 ships in the ocean in yeah. December. So they said, you got to pay for our people right. to sit in the ocean for six weeks to two months to unload, which makes yeah. sense if you think of it. But the prices have gone up. I don't see any any relief in the near future. We have hit a high where they're not going up anymore, but I don't see them coming down at all. Yeah. Best advice if you are getting in this industry that I can say is it truly is about the relationships? So foster those relationships. You are the reason we even have a product, and it's oh. such high quality. It's all made in the U.S., and we're so grateful to have this relationship and bond with you and your amazing daughter and share this with our listeners, customers, everyone, because they deserve to know the beautiful it, behind the scenes. I love it. This is why I do it, and this is this gives me enjoyment. As we say in, in the Hebrew, really, it gives me nachas. Nachas oh, is joy. Nachas. And, I love this. And that's what this is about. Well, you, know? you give us nachas. Yeah, look at that. 
Fabulous. You learned a new language. This <laughs> you wonderful. are the papa bear of all the babies. And wow. you are holding it down for us. You really look out for us. We're so grateful. And we're really excited to give our listeners an inside scoop. It's my pleasure to be here and give my input. Where can we find you and how can we support you? Well, our website is green with an E, G-R-E-E-N-E, textile at sbcglobal.net. And no, emails are Alex. Come here. We need you on the mic. Come on. Come on. Tell us where we can find you. Our website is www.greengreentextile.com. Can we? Why is nobody spelling textile? Why are we acting like we're all geniuses? Because some people, some people think <laughs> it's text. <laughs> some people used to put in textiles with an S. It won't go through. Some people put G R E E N. That won't go through either. It, it now will because of my SEO skills. <laughs> oh, excuse me, my my. And on Instagram, wow. what's the Instagram? Green Textile is our Instagram, and we put up new colors, new fabrics. Some customers even send us some garments. We show it just to see what you can do with some of the fabrics. So I feel like vulnerable. I feel like I'm releasing my baby into the world, and I'm like not okay with it. I don't want people to know about you, but I do. You, you can let them know about me. You're still, you're still my favorite. You bring me okay. danger. No, this is the company to support. If, they're, if you want good quality made in the U.S., family run, I cannot say enough good things. Organic. Organic. I love it. All right. I think this is going to be a very, very important um, episode for us. And I think we're really showing everyone why it's so special. The inside scoop the episode. Inside. And, and I think like a lot of people don't actually think about the fabric they put on their skin or how much process it takes to make a fabric. I think people like think about sewing, but rarely does anyone think about how fabric is actually made, what, like all the steps included and I think like my for example my boyfriend still sleeps in polyester and I hate, <laughs> hate that's the first thing I taught him when we started dating I was like you can't sleep in this I went to a secondhand shop and I just found 100% cotton shirts Good. for like a dollar ninety nine. and I just threw them sweet out. yeah no <laughs> I couldn't make the fabric because you have to have a certain talent these pointels we talk about yeah. you really have to have this education that how to set up a weaving machine it's really difficult. I couldn't do it. And it's something that's special that these people need to get compensated for. Absolutely. And, and I, and I yeah. believe that that's how and that's why we still have a garment industry in America. Mm. It's it's dwindled. It's only 10% of what it was in 1980. Yeah, and we're hanging on here and, and we're prospering and, and we're, we're growing. And it's only with manufacturers like yourselves that are presenting it in a way that mm. your customers have a conscience of what they're buying and who they're supporting and that's important yeah and cotton yeah. is is the future natural fibers is the future yeah. and that's our future right. and that's your future we love that. Like, i just hope that the people that are supporting your label that are looking for um selling or buying from you truly understand what it, you go through the mm -hmm. team to make the product and understand the development costs and how you're doing everything with a standard that your conscience, you can sleep at night and you can sell a product that you can truly feel comfortable with and proud of. And you see all the love we put into it. Exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, me here, 8.30 at night, drinking wine. It's I don't do this for everybody. That's true. That's Thanks. true. Oh, thank you. So that's my final words. And, I liked and, that. And, Thanks, I, and I hope they support you and I hope they 
give you the love that you give out and they truly understand that this is your passion and that's Aww. important thank you my pleasure so happy we found you cool bye me too